This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. realize the danger of all this talk about naps right before the sermon. <laughs> the Holy Gospel according to Mark chapter 6, Mark 6, 30 to 32. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. When you go to a social gathering, I know you'll have to maybe pull back on your memory. Some of us have not been participating in as many uh, social gatherings for the last year plus for some reason. But when you go to one of these social gatherings, it's a place where maybe you're meeting new people, especially in a perhaps professional or networking type setting, there's often a bit of establishing your credentials going on, isn't there? Your bona fides. Well, I've gained 10 new clients in the last two weeks and last quarter, I did such and such or I've been in the field for 19 years, and for 11 of those years, I've been heralded as the company's best so-and-so. Stuff like that, right? We're trying to often prove that we're worth something, that we are somebody. We want recognition and respect. And our modern capitalist culture is built on this in many ways, working hard, proving yourself, and having the results to show for it. And in our text, the disciples, in some ways, are acting in a similar fashion. Verse 30 says, the disciples gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. Right? They'd been out on the mission that Jesus sent them on, now they're back and they can't wait to tell him about it. They're like a bunch of attention-starved kids gathering around Jesus. Jesus, I cast out seven demons and Peter only did three. I healed four people. John only healed one. I knocked on 22 doors. Andrew only did 11. Well, maybe they weren't being competitive in that way, but they're proud of the work they've done. They want Jesus to know about it. They want Jesus to know about it. They've been busy and working hard, and the text says they had no leisure or no time even to eat. And Jesus can see, perhaps, burnout on the horizon. He says, okay, okay, you need a break. You need to put your feet up for a while. The text specifically says, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Doesn't that sound fantastic? Jesus would have been a great boss to have. No, no, you've been working too hard. But Jesus understands that to be physically healthy, emotionally balanced, 
spiritually grounded people, we have to take time away. We have to take time for rest and renewal. But all these centuries later, after Jesus, we haven't done the best job of taking his wisdom to heart. Partly that's because many of us are simply trying to keep up with the economic demands of life, struggling to get by. Maybe we don't have the economic space or or wherewithal to even take time off. But also our culture doesn't encourage it that much. A long time ago, leisure and rest used to be a a sign of, of high status. And now, in many ways in our culture, being busy is the sign of being important and being somebody. An article in The Economist was looking back on life 100 years ago and how people thought that in the future, due to technology, people will work work way less because we'll have all these modern time-saving devices. John Maynard Keynes in 1930 said, our grandchildren will work around three hours a day and only by choice. They wouldn't even have to do that, but they'll probably choose to work a little. Social psychologists began to worry, what will people do with all their free time in the future? Well, it turns out that isn't one of our more pressing problems today. There's a meme, perhaps you've seen it, that says adulthood is saying to yourself, things will slow down a bit after this week. You say that again and again to yourself till you die. That's adulthood. Right? We've all said that things will slow down after this week. I could just go right on the fridge, you know. (laughs) And it's funny because it feels true and how often when someone asks, how have you been? You know what the answer is. Good, but busy. Or something like that, right? It's almost a programmed response. And it's often true. In some ways, we're addicted to our busyness. And even when we're on a so-called break, we sometimes, well now, we feel the pressure to make sure we capture it all really well for social media. Because if it doesn't show up on Instagram, did it really happen? And if we don't capture it well or in the right way, maybe we won't get the compliments and then we won't feel like we took the best vacation or the best break we could have. And the vicious cycle continues so that even our rest, in our rest, we feel a pressure to perform. Or during our breaks, we tell ourselves, well, during this break, I'll finish this project or that one. I'll finish writing that article or that book, and we put expectations on ourselves that the downtime is the time to get other stuff done that we can't do during the other busy time. We have a hard time dropping it all simply to rest, and Oliver Berkman of the BBC notes, in some ways we have technology to thank for that, because there's always more incoming emails, more meetings, we know meetings, you don't even have to go anywhere, you can do it via Zoom, more ideas to follow up. He says, digital mobile technology means you can easily crank through a few more things on the to-do list at home or on holiday or even at the gym. (coughs) The result, he says, 
is feeling overwhelmed. We're each finite human beings with finite energy and abilities attempting to get through an infinite amount. We feel a pressure to do it all at work and at home. And he says, that's not just really difficult. It's a mathematical impossibility. And he says, it's hardly surprising that we live with one eye on the clock with all that pressure. We're always kind of thinking about, well, I've got an hour and a half window here. I can get done this, this, and this, and then so on and so forth. And he says that psychological research demonstrates that this kind of time awareness actually leads to worse performance. We can't do the work we're trying to do as well because of that pressure of time and that sense of busyness and the ironic consequence of the busy feeling is that we do worse on the things we have to do than if we weren't feeling so rushed. Have you ever been in that situation where you're sort of stuck on something and you can't figure it out, you can't quite get it done, so you, you get up, take a break, maybe you go for a walk, get outside, putz around in the yard, take a breath, and all of a sudden, you figured it out. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, this is what is needed in this situation. St. Augustine used a phrase in the Latin, solvitor ambulando, which means it is solved by walking. It is solved by walking. When we step away from whatever the setting is, maybe it's your desk or the space you associate with work and busyness and get out in a different setting, often nature helps. There's a more expansiveness you can tap into the rest that's waiting for you. And that release of pressure suddenly allows creativity to come forth. And there's physical and cognitive research to back all of this up. But of course, the catch-22 is that our modern performance mind says, ooh, I'm going to build in all these breaks so that I can then be even more productive. And so we want even our time of rest to serve the productivity. But when we do that, I think we can miss the point. We can miss the invitation that Jesus is giving us that we need rest for its own sake. We need rest simply to be, to remember that our identity is not found in our accomplishments and accolades, that at our core we're a beautiful creature uniquely created in the divine image, that we are beloved and whole apart from any of our accomplishments or lack thereof. And in the biblical narrative, God models this regular pattern of rest by taking a day off, instituting the Sabbath, a day to rest from our labors and remember that the world doesn't depend on us. The wise rabbi and activist Abraham Joshua Heschel, who worked hard for the cause of civil rights in this country knew the power of Sabbath and rest in part because it gives us a glimpse of the kingdom of God, a glimpse of what might be. Seventy years ago, he wrote, 
For the Sabbath is a day of harmony and peace. Peace between human and human. Peace within each human and peace between all beings. Doesn't that sound good? A deep peace between all and within all. I want you to pause a minute and imagine your favorite quiet spot. Maybe you've already been thinking about it with all this talk of, of rest this morning. Maybe it's a, a hammock in the shade. Maybe it's under an umbrella at the beach. Maybe it's out on a deck that's secluded or with a view. Maybe it helps to close your eyes to imagine this place. Feel yourself there. Ignore the traffic. Feel yourself there. Hear the wind. Feel the breeze. Listen to the birds. And hear these words again from Heschel. For the Sabbath is a day of harmony and peace. Peace between human and human. Peace within each human. And peace with all things. He goes on to say, all that is divine in the world is brought into union with God. This is Sabbath. This is rest in the true happiness of the universe. So friends, we need to learn to establish patterns of rest, whether that's one day a week, whether that's two days a week, an afternoon, an hour here or there, maybe getting away for a, a retreat at a retreat center where there's no agenda. And if you can swing it a month off, if you find a way to do that, let me know. But we need to remember that we're more than what we own and what we do. We are more than what we own and what we do. We are beloved divine beings imprinted with the sacred and Jesus is saying to you and to me you've been busy you've been working hard come away to a deserted place by yourselves and rest a while if you need a note for your boss to get some time off come see me afterward I'll see see what I can do but in all seriousness, may you hear the invitation from Jesus, this invitation to find true rest, because when you do, it will be well with your soul. Amen. It may be so. Invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. streaming on Facebook. You can also watch these messages on the Holland UCC YouTube channel. And for more information, 
how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org. Thank you.